0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another fantastic episode of Stories Around Azeroth. With me, Pete Titan Screen Nevercoat, joined as always by the benevolent known one, Mr. Frasley Taskin. Joining us today is Sai from Scrubs versus the World. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing wonderful. Thanks for having me on. No, oh, it's always a pleasure. Always good to meet new people and spread spread the word of Warcraft. Um <laughs> for, the, for those of uh the the people who uh are new to the channel new to the podcast uh or don't know who you are in general why don't you let people know what you do
1: so i do all kinds of things um but i am mainly a player of the world of warcraft i've been playing since classic or vanilla sorry got to get my terms right or i'm gonna get barbecued um and also uh I also jump between both games. But anyways, um, started up my podcast last year in March, um, just trying to A, get better myself, and B, kind of help folks who don't know where to go, trying to provide another resource to kind of gather everything together and give people who are kind of middle of the road, uh, kind of casual players, a, a, a chance to find this stuff without having to go through and try to read and interpret what's happening on say like icy veins or something even though that site's pretty easy to read um some of that stuff's out there is kind of confusing so i try to sp- bring it in process it and give it back to the folks um in a way that's easy to understand that's kind of my goal um kind of a not thesis but the the root of my show is kind of based in that conversation you have with friends when you yourself are trying to get better. And they give you that little chunk of information that they're like, oh, yeah, well, I've been doing this for three years and you've been playing with me and you didn't know this. And you're like, oh, well, thanks for telling me now after three years. But hopefully we can capture one of those little things that somebody else is doing that might help put somebody up to the level they want to get to. Um,
0: Yeah, makes sense and everything else. You had a good week, though, in Warcraft?
1: I had a wonderful week in Warcraft. Um, I'm I've been up to. in a heroic raiding guild called the Knights of Chipotle. It's ah, a brilliant name. <laughs> yeah, the story of, if you want to hear the story, I, shameless plug, I apologize, but go back and listen to the Guild Foundations episode. And our guild creator is, was on there. And uh, he tells the story of how we got the name, the Knights of Chipotle. It used to be the Wang Gang but That's that was
0: That's so amazing
1: <laughs> but blizzard actually emailed one of the co-founders well, of and said did. sorry you can't do that and they tried to say well my last name's wang but it wasn't Wang. obviously it's not wang because they could see the sign up but uh he actually reads the actual email blizzard sent and he still has it which is perfect Brilliant. but uh yeah we uh we cleared up to let's see vexiona But we also got Raden, if
0: that makes any sense at all. So was Raden uh, a first kill for you this week, then?
1: Uh, We actually didn't kill him this week. We killed him last week, or two weeks ago. And we decided to extend lockout because that fight almost broke us emotionally.
0: That fight was brutal for us. I don't know why. Did you... I presume you you were also... Because I was talking to... um... Raven and EJ from, obviously, uh, Girls Gone Wild last week, and they didn't do Ra'den back in Miss. So I presume it's a fight that you didn't get to experience either?
1: No, unfortunately. I wish I could have. Back in Miss, we actually uh, went away from the more intense modes of raiding and went to flex mode because we had a whole bunch of people that wanted to play with us all of a sudden. Makes sense. So we were a 10-man team going into that um we actually didn't do dragon soul because in firelands we lost a main tank and then everyone was super angry with all kinds of things and we just kind of took a break like hey let's step away came back and missed, hit it hard had a whole bunch of new friends join us and we've been going
0: ever since so that's pretty cool so uh, yeah your group has been mostly the same group of friends all the way through then
1: pretty much um right now there's only I think two of us since the beginning, that are actively raiding right now. But we have a group chat on WhatsApp where all the original members are still in there, and oh, I'm cool. sure they'll come back at some point. So,
0: that's pretty dope. Uh, yeah. So uh, obviously you've done your heroic progression this week. Um, did you get any? What was your What was your progression kill this week? So this week we did the eyeball dog, Shadhar
1: um we killed Ilganov. that was in- exciting uh that was one of those I died like halfway through the fight so I watched our guild I didn't kill I was part of it I was there in the crowd basically um and then we got to the Inquisitor
0: and killed her oh, so it's a lot of progression kills this week then is dressed was dressed a progression kill for you as well now uh, we got him two weeks ago oh okay. right after Rod and we went and so you skipped uh, Shadhar and just went straight for Dress to oh, That makes sense. Yeah. It's pretty easy. That's cool. That's a lot of progression. So how, how many nights a week do you raid? Just the one. So we raid for four hours at a time. Yeah. That's not bad. I mean, you're 9 out of 12 on a four-hour week. That's, that's pretty, oh, yeah. pretty decent.
1: No, our uh, our guild leader actually is a high school teacher. <laughs> or not our guild, but our raid leader. So he, he comes through and he reads the strat he does like the the quick strat or quick guides i think it's called i can't remember what the website's called but he he does that and then he puts it down like the cliff notes and he's like okay we do this 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 and this we do a tick we see what happens and they're like okay well that didn't work so now we have to adjust this and tweak that and do this and then it's up to the rest of us to kind of pay attention
0: that's cool have you cleared the place on normal or have you just gone straight into heroic we got to nazoth and Nazoth
1: about like it was hard that was really hard so we we were like well we're to the point where we can go and start heroic if we want to come back to normal Nazoth, we will but let's go through heroic and then we just have kept going there so we just haven't
0: come back yet that's fair enough how have you found the raid in general i
1: really enjoy it oops let me say that i really enjoy it
0: <laughs> that's pretty cool no this yeah. is fine um yeah. Uh any was any favorite fights that you have in there? I think
1: let me think about that. I think my favorite one is Hive Mind. Just because I get to do a lot of AoE stuff. So since I'm an elemental shaman, I get a yeah. lot of explosions on the screen and that's always fun.
0: Oh, you you did die on Inquisitor right at the end. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were having a conversation about this before he wasn't sure if he died or not. But uh. Ah, you killed it though. That was, it was always very good. Oh goodness. Um. Yeah. No. I, I'm. I. Th- I think from a raiding perspective, Nihilotha doesn't stand up to some of the other end raid tier type things in terms of storytelling and some of the raid fights. Um, mm-hmm. Nuzo is most definitely very hard when you get to it, but it's simple rinse and repeat. Like it's. Yeah. Well, I mean,
1: you notice that we have gotten up to this point now only raiding the one night a week for four hours. Yeah. I mean, a couple fights are super hard, like the raw ends and stuff like that. But once you figure it out, it's actually not that hard. Which was odd. Because the yeah, I'd agree the with time that. we killed it, and honestly, it was just a function of getting to the, the chain lightning piece and doing that mechanic correctly. Once we figured that mechanic out, then it was we just killed him like we knew what we were doing the whole time. So
0: yeah no it, it's it's very good to especially to hear on a, a one night four hour schedule i mean we i raid personally two nights at three hours mm-hmm. i had to went out but now we're down to like clearing the whole place on heroic in like two hours like we did it this nice. week in just two hours got so much free time away hands. yeah frasley wonders why i managed to get in 25 mythic plus in a week sometimes i tell it <laughs> it's because i'm just i'm just done um Mr. Frasley,
2: speaking of you, you've had a busy week as well. Yes. What have you been up to, sir? So I uh, t- attempted a solo vision run, and let's just say I was a little distracted when I was doing it, so I got one page.
0: Oh, yes, yes, you did tell me about this, didn't you? Yes, you weren't paying
2: attention to things. No, I, I was streaming, and, and I-, I was kind of more attracted by the stream. <laughs> It's the same like when I had an iron that I had a friend pop in who wanted to, to do a uh, wow ep- episode of the podcast while I was doing an iron in voice chat. Voice chat and irons, unless you're both doing irons is not, not, not a good idea. Cause... What was the one thing I always said to you when I jumped into voice chat?
0: Don't panic. <laughs> <And> <laughs> concentrate on Look at your abilities and everything else. Yep. I'm glad you're not doing mecha gnome as an iron because oh my goodness the amount of times you've died. Oh yes. Uh, oh. But you uh, you were doing something else this week as well. It's uh, including Mr. Sai as well.
2: Yes. So Sai uh, has been, uh, been 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 helping a lot of scrubs like me and mm-hmm. trying to uh, help us get a, get my vice. So today I was a guinea gnome or or a a gnome pig or. Oh, no oh, Pig. Oh, yeah, no Pig. <laughs> Gnomepig dot com. Ooh, is that, t- is that taken?
0: Yeah, yeah. he uh,
1: joined so sorry to jump in here, but Yeah, no, that's fun. Um for my show, since I'm on a two week release schedule, right. I've been trying to do supplementary streams in between. And so right now I'm working on the the Holy Trinity series where we talk about each leg of the rating roles. And so Hopefully, we can help folks, you know, they're thinking about switching to DPS or healing, they can listen to episode 21 and 22. And then on my Twitch channel, the VODs are still up where you can go check those out. And it's just like covering basic stuff, like basic raid stuff. So, you know, don't tunnel stuff, get out of the things, how to set up your keybinds, stuff like that. And Frazzy's been kind enough to join and we've been kind of put him through the ringer a little bit and uh like today we, we're doing the healing episode and so our challenge was to keep him alive and the first pull and the first trash pack he just goes down but to be fair that trash pack is brutal and kills even my raid team like every week so it's no different on LFR. Which one was it?
0: Was it the big named mob or was It, it just was trash the trash. blood
1: pools as you go down into the see Shadhar, but the problem was since it's lfr there's zero communication so the tank's just like yeah we're going in and then he goes in and everybody is dead so it wasn't like a frazzy did something wrong it was that tank did not do the right thing
2: yeah
0: and i mean even the amount of times i can tell you on that pack where i've ended up with in on heroic and i'm just ended up just tanking tentacles anyway yeah. It's that's pretty uh, much what happened. <laughs> I think the trash down there is, is not the hardest, but it's most definitely the more most annoying trash in the dungeon. It, it is. And, and the except boss of the I eye died eye on. Everybody misses the eyes. Oh, yeah.
2: We had two eyes pop on us in the run. And then on the uh the mom that I died on, it was that that, that shout, and I did not get out of the shout in time and it just took a Oh right. Yep.
0: Was that's this your everybody though? The, <laughs> was this your first excursion into wing three Fraz?
2: yes because I did wing one actually two weeks ago with Psy yep. so how have you found it because I presume you have you done
0: wing two as well Fresley nope I've not done wing two <laughs> okay um <laughs> wing two's gonna have what wing two's gonna have hive mind and Raden in it isn't it probably yeah um Unless they went
1: up to Inquisitor, went that road.
0: Well, Wing 1... Wing. Oh, no, yeah, no, that's a good point, actually. I completely forgot Wing 1's going to be on the first three entry bosses. Okay, so how have you found between Wing 1 and Wing 3, your the bosses in there, Fraz?
2: I actually found... Wing 1 ha, w- w- was pretty easy. There's that one boss where if you don't communicate on who which one's the real one, that could be a difficult thing in LFR but Wing 1 seemed more like a raffle stomp at times. I mean, whereas this one, there was a lot more I had to be dodging and going between stuff.
1: Yeah. You did a really good job, though. Oh, thank you! First time, man.
0: It is really interesting, because from a heroic perspective, like, this wing seems... uh, This wing is more of the punching bag bosses. Like, Shadhar is literally a DPS check, Mm -hmm. Drestigath is a DPS check, and Ilganoth is the DPS check. Um so these are more punching bag bosses than i think the first three uh to be honest because mount is don't kill yourself um <laughs> um uh, yeah uh oh my god the prof is a uh, skittra is uh, communication based and then rathian is just uh, he's entry level there's like not really a lot to it it's don't stand it bad um wing two i'll have to have a look to see what L wing two on lfr is actually to be fair it'd be interesting um, but yeah, have you been up to anything else, Mr. Fazny? I know you've been leveling your mech what's that up to you now?
2: I, that is up to 100. So I am now over in Legion. I I rescued Muzi and went over to the, uh, I, I did the, that one quest in High Mountain that I always hate because of, the, with uh, Oro, Oro goes in there and you're like, Oro, don't go there. And all of a sudden, and he gets stoned to death. Jesus, <laughs> And mine glitched out when I went out there, so I had to do that twice. And it's like, no, Oro! Oh, okay. Redo it. No, Oro! <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but you're yeah,
0: having fun, though. <laughs> you're, you're still plodding along. You're, you're, when do you
2: reckon you'll get your mechanism to like back up to BFA levels? All depends on, I'm going to be... I want to do the order hall stuff for mages, because I've done it before, but never finished it, and I've never got my mount, so... Now I I decided when I go into Legion stuff on on classes I've not gotten to all the order hall quests for I'm going to work on that so I it's that's that slowing me down and like Kunlai I got I got that that lore master and I also got uh, oh yeah I got dragon bite with Michael so I got two lore master achievements this week so that stuff is slowing me down but I'm having fun with it well, so that's the main thing isn't it like you got to keep yourself
0: uh going as yeah it were. um yeah uh conversations in chat about killing ourselves with infinite stars yes Uh <laughs> completely agree because infinite stars comes with the lovely tentative of uh the thing from beyond and uh that thing can get quite evil as well so i've had uh, i wouldn't say a busy week i'd say more a successful week um my biggest accomplishment this week has been to go with the five mask orgrimmar i did five Mask stormwind solo so that's another thing off my bucket list on the main. Um, th- uh, it was interesting because I did two runs after the raid this week because we finished like super early and I, I really like don't like doing two-hour streams. So I just finished off with a couple of um, runs. Um, my first run didn't go too well. I popped Cheat Death really early and uh, used all my orbs by the time I got to... Because I went to Umbric first in my first run and then I went to... Uh, Spymaster Shaw. But I did it the other way round in my successful run. And I don't know if it was just because of more luck or just the fact that there's more elites in Shaw's area that I just... I had an orb left by the time I got down to Elaria and my cheat death. And I just... I got down there. Better run and everything else. Um, it was very weird because I didn't take the AoE spec with the laser beam from Mechagon that just comes down. And so, uh, took the pet, which helped an unbrick because he just runs to Umbrick and then just interrupts him because there's something in melee with him. But otherwise it's, it was fun. Um, I don't know why I'm literally down to just farming mementos for the mount, the cosmetic appearance on the back and sockets now. So, and then it's literally just doing the cloak for several weeks to get it to 15 and beyond. um, mm-hmm. Speaking of which, uh, they finally dropped the news on how much we're going to get per week. And I'll be honest, I'm not happy. Um, I have stated my disappointment in specific places. But, you know, I was looking on the really positive side if they were going to give us 10 a week. And on the really low side, they'd give us 5 a week. Because in my brain, the math was like, once we get to rank 15, we'll have 70 corruption resistance on the cloak. And I thought 5 a week is 6 more weeks. That literally puts us at 20 weeks overall from when we get the cloak to max it out. But then someone chipped in and said, well, the cloak caps at, like, 50. So, and we're going to get three a week. So it's another 25 weeks after we finish the cloak to max Ugh. it out. Yeah. And it, I'm like, even if they did at plus five a week, that over halves it to, like you know, another 10 weeks on top to get it to max resistance. And I'm like, that I can live with. You know, I feel like that, but 25 weeks to, at three isn't going to make a dent to anybody who is getting lucky with corruption drops and everything else. Right. So I- I'm kind of disappointed in that. But otherwise, I mean, I've just been on the achievement cleanup. Uh, I finally got around to finishing off the dungeon meta for the oh, mid nice. zeros. And I've got my mount for that finally. So that's out the way. We cleared off all the loose achievements in Mechagon. I think the only one we've got left to do is the feat of strength for doing hard mode with no deaths.
2: <sighs>
0: uh, Why does that entertain you, Frasley?
2: No, 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 not you. I'm
0: thinking about. I'm thinking of me. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I mean, it's just a pleasure thing because that gets you rank four, vision of perfection, and everything else. And it's, um, it's just a, it's just a bucket list thing, I think, really, for BFA to get done. There's a couple more things that are on my bucket list, and we'll talk about that in a bit, because I've been really focusing on a, a list of stuff to get done this expansion in the next six to eight months, essentially. But otherwise, I've been leveling my dwarf. I've got. I'm trying to make sure I don't fall behind Frasley in leveling, and I, I do one, <laughs> one day of like uh, a batch of leveling. I think in like, I think I in in uh, two and a half hours I got through all of Warlords, and then in about another. Four hours I got through all the Legion like combined over a couple of days. Two invasions and all of Valchera just got me to one ten from one hundred. So and now I'm just logging in whenever there's an invasion in BFA and uh I'm just getting like a level of time. And I made the mistake, Frasley. You know, way back when uh when we said about what your first um uh, island uh, like the the expedition should be, and I said it should be Voldoon, because as an alliance, the Voldoon Landing affects the invasion daily quest and what you can get, and phases you out for one. I forgot about that. Did Zoldazar first, and the invasion was in Voldoon, so I missed two world quests. Oh. So I, I missed two world quests, which means I missed the refresh on the hour XP buff as well. Whoops. Yep. But it's good because I completely forgot that you could buy potions for the medals, the 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 blah, 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 the warfront battle medals at like five a piece. Mm-hmm. I completely forgot they were a thing, to be honest. And I think I'm not... Do they work all the way from, like, 1 to 120?
1: Uh Yeah. I leveled a rogue with those uh XP potions from, like, 42 or something like that to 60 in, like, a night and a half.
0: Yeah. Oh. I should probably use those more... Full heirlooms things. and those
2: babies. That's a good time right there. I probably wouldn't have enough for medallions
0: they're five medallions a piece mate for a potion they're they're not expensive at all you yeah. could literally go and do the five world quests in the warfront area and you'll have five a day mm-hmm.
1: okay easy and then if you do the chess you get um like the what the hell's the rep called but you do the rep they also give you some in there too
0: oh yeah if you do seventh legion you get a paragon box you get like 20 in there which okay is fine but i've got everything like i bought the last heirloom from the vendor as well so it's just like I have that. I've got the mount after doing heroic Darkshore, so I'm done there. It's just, uh, I mean, it's it's just stuff to do, really. Mm-hmm. I forgot how long it the doing the horrific vision takes. It's like twenty minutes of five masks and like the oh yeah, and then I messed up and jumped in the canal. Did you know, by the way? <laughs> I'll tell you this. I found this out two weeks ago. So there's two rares that are always up in the horrific vision of Stormwind oh there is uh if you're in old town if you actually get to old town in the bar there is the the barman and there's a whole bunch of mobs in front of him that's always open but there's also a, like a, a corrupted canal beast which is like one of the old portal beasts yeah and that's a rare as well i only found that out about yeah. a couple of weeks ago just randomly pretty was cool. awesome. what is that um but yeah it's um there's a lot of fun to be had in there and everything else oh yo um, so yeah, we'll talk about what we so we had a really good discussion last week on where what keeps us playing, and Frasley and I think it's a good conversation, especially with having uh new guests to the channel and everything else and being in the portion because otherwise we're just going to be sitting there twiddling our thumbs because there's no news about warcraft mm-hmm. and everybody's waiting for shadowlands alpha and i'm sure we'll find a way to talk about shadowlands without spoiling stuff when that's available as well well i
2: mean did you hear about when they added and did you also hear that oh, yeah. they also added
0: absolutely i heard about all of this through its encryption and everything else, Frasley, through all the data mining that people have oh managed. good, because I thought when they announced that
2: that was incredible.
0: I'm just gonna have a cast where we start talking about Chadlands, and Frasley is literally just going to bleep
2: everything <laughs> yeah oh what, what what do you mean about 'cause like i' when I talk about. <laughs>
1: I can't believe you would say that on stream, Fraz.
2: Oh, Unbelievable! I know I, I, it's disgraceful. I, behavior. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna to have to put out a whole Twitter post mail about about that.
0: Yep, that's it. I want an apology on Twitter out to the world. <laughs> well, uh, you I like will this not. episode of and get one of those. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I can imagine. <laughs> so yes, uh, we're gonna talk more about uh, what keeps us playing. As I mentioned, I've got a bucket list, and I'll go into that. But Sai, since you're a guest, I'll let you go first. Like other than what you do for scrubs versus the world, your Twitch, your podcast, your website and everything else. Is there anything that you have as a goal that you want to get done before the end of BFA or just anything that, that keeps you playing Warcraft? Yeah. So
1: for me, um, I have been kind of up and down on this expansion. So when I first started, I really enjoyed the story. I enjoyed questing. And then right around the time classic came out, um, I was really down on the game. Like I was this close to going to full-time classic just because I was tired of the Azerite system. I was tired of the
0: necklace. What Another stupid did, grind. What? what point What point of BFA did classic come out? I forget. Because classic's been out for, what, a year and a bit Eight, now? Yeah,
2: 8.2 mm-hmm. dropped in, July, in the end of June. So we were right as Nazjatar had, had launched so we would have
0: had essences at that same point then
1: yeah right right so i was thinking like okay i gotta see what a2 has to bring i was really excited for nazitar because i i like ashara as a character i like the lore behind it i think i was excited to see mechagon and all that stuff and fortunately i really enjoyed it so my tune changed quite a bit um i still play classic i dink around on it but it's more of like a I Just want to go in and relax after a long day of work or something and just hang out. That's kind of how I Play classic I play it super casually um, but as far as what keeps me coming back to this version of the game is I really like where they went with 8.2 then in the 8.3. So I'm actually having a lot of fun with it um, I think the corruption gear is really interesting I don't know if I like how they are implementing it, but at least they're trying something. So they're saying that we want to get away from stuff like, uh, you know, tier sets and whatnot and try something new and make it fun and interesting. An effort was made well, like that's as far as, as far as I'm concerned, like they, they tried something, did it work? The idea of as on paper sounds great. The actual implementation of it, I don't know, I miss my tier sets. But I think overall, um, the gear selection now is very confusing. You have to use raid bots or something just to get an idea of what you should be equipping. And I think that that is a problem. You should be able to look at a piece of gear and go, this is an upgrade or this is not an upgrade. And, you know, I I got a drop today. I got some gloves. Now, granted, it's on my resto spec, not my elemental spec. And my pawn said it was like a 6% upgrade, and I'm wearing 465-level gloves and a 430 drop for me. And I was like, this does not feel good. This should just be a piece of transmog gear that I can break down to get, you know, the extra crafting materials from the scrapper, as far as I'm concerned. Um, But... with all that said, I'm still having fun because I found a way for me mentally to get past that. I'm not trying to min-max. I'm just grabbing whatever the highest eye level is and going for it. If there's a trinket that gives me something fun, like uh, oh, the dragon scale, I have the LFR version. Wings pop out of my back and I fast faster. That's yeah. fun to me, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play with it. Now, for, fortunately, it's my best trinket for now. Besides the, uh, what is it, the insanity ripper, wherever the hell it is, off of Skitka. Oh, yeah,
0: I know the one. Yeah, Yeah.
1: so I got that one too. And so I'm rocking those two right now and I'm having fun with it. So that works for me. But, um, you know, I want to try to get a tank to max level. I already, or, or max level, but like raid geared and attempting to do like normal runs and stuff. I've never raid tanked, so I'd like to try that. And I think that right now is a good time to do it. So I have a blood death night that I'm going to be working on here in the coming weeks. And, uh, I just, I want to see if I can do it. I've never done a raid tank before, so figured why the hell not. And then, uh, I also want to try to get my, uh, Mythic Plus runs down so I can improve my IO score so people will stop declining me. <laughs> it's starting to piss me off, but we'll get there. Um. But, yeah, so for now, I'm just going through and enjoying the game for what it is. It's not perfect. I don't know if there is a perfect version out there. And I'm just trying to find the things that I enjoy and sticking to them. So I'm doing my world quests. I like doing those. I don't know why. But uh, I like getting the – I think it's because I fill the reputation bars and I get those extra caches and whatever. So that's kind of what I've been doing.
2: So would you say – because you're a a, a content creator – Mm -hmm. that the content creation at least helps you feel more engaged with the game?
1: I think so. I think overall, like I've been, I kind of joke with my younger guildmates. I mean, I'm not super old, but in video game world, I'm, you know. Ancient, yeah. Ancient, yeah. Yeah. You got to put me down soon because my reaction time isn't even close to what it was. But, um, you know, I joke with the younger crowd and just talk about how i used to be super good at this game i used to kick a lot of ass and now i suck a lot of ass yeah exactly Capo. <laughs> okay boomer <laughs> but uh you know i i'm that old guy you meet at your job who you know was the greatest high school quarterback to ever live or you know i don't know what sport you'd insert sport they're the greatest at it when they're 18 years old yeah. and now they're terrible they're garbage
0: they're I, garbage I can, players
2: r- I can relate in my dancing. I'm as they, as they become older, uh, I'm t- turning 30 this month. So I, I know I'm, I'm young and, but I feel I've been doing this since I was 17 and I'm like, I'm tired and exhausted. I've, I've yep. moved it down to like one day a week now versus like my five or seven days a week. I used to do it. And I'm just like, <laughs> like two hours now tires me out. How did I get to this place? It's all those beans you're eating. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, I I completely get what you're saying, um, and I don't want to harp on too much about what could make 8.3 and the rest of the game more engaging. I, I don't think you can make it so much engaging with what's available, but you can make it more fun to play. You know, there there are certain things that they could do, and I'm not going to state it because I feel like I'm just banging a drum every week if I keep saying it. But we all know what they are you know, and I, 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 I think
2: know, why there
0: you go. Frassie does it instead. Um, <laughs> I fit, but stuff like the, the back, the cloak mm-hmm. that feels like it's three a week. It's just going to essentially just add even 25 weeks. Like if they're essentially saying that this cloak is going to push us all the way up until like 9.0 pre-patch, which is what I think a lot of people are, are taking away from this 25 week math. It's insanity. Like, why not just up the amount that people can get, let people do it, give people time to play their role and do everything with the limited time they have? Because, mm-hmm. you know, and just... I think somebody put it best as open the floodgates with everything. Like, it's the same with corruptions as well. Like, I'm not sure if we mentioned this last week, but a good idea I think we we're having a conversation about was if you closed a corruption, you could bottle it to reuse it on something else. Ooh. That'd be cool. It's, it be, like, obviously you can't resell it or anything and you can't stick it on a BOE to sell. If you put it on like a BOE, then it would bind right. to you Thank you. But you know, if, if I got, if people got infinite stars, three, whatever, you know, or they got a haste uh, or a mastery. Well, probably not a mastery prop. Nobody likes mastery, but if you got like all of your haste is boosted by 9%, which is rank three of it, and they bottle it and then they get a decent drop from heroic whatever and they decide well this is good and i've got the the spare corruption space to put uh haste three on to this i'll put it on there and then i'm like well this is good i know i'm not going to get anything better because i'm not that time forge is not a thing anymore i'm not raiding mythic it's the best thing and i can go and save up once i've done all my technology and the horrifics and i can put a socket on it it's got the socket it's got the you know it have got decent corruption you know worse comes to worse then you you bottle it later on and another a better corruption comes along out of your weekly box of disappointment or from the raid or somewhere else you know it's i just feel i I feel like there are ways that they could have tackled it that's more i'm gonna say consumer friendly it's probably the wrong words to use but consumer friendly is probably the better option you know that's easier for people to use in a in a game environment right
1: well and i also think that blizz is kind of stuck in between a rock and a hard place here and to go full blizz shill on you guys um I think the problem is we have the old guard i'm calling myself part of the old guard i like how the game was right and then we have the new guard the faster paced the newer player they want us they want it a certain way and we want it the way it's been right or at least a version of the way it's been so i think for them they're kind of i mean anything they do they can't win that's kind of how i feel about at this point for them now I totally agree with what you're saying. Having a 72 corruption freaking drop on week two sucks because I want to. I want that now. I can't because I'm going to turn red immediately because I'm full corruption. They should have thought about that and maybe as the cloak levels, then you start unlocking the better pieces. I think. Yeah. I mean, didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah, and and to go from what you're pointing. I mean, to to me that sounds like a common sense thing, like. Okay, yeah, here we're going to give you rank one at, from this r- cloak rank to that cloak rank, and then rank two from here, and so on. But yeah, I, I got a piece early, and I was like, Hell yeah, we oh, can't even wear it because I'm gonna extra damage, less yeah, healing. Here. that damn circle is huge. And then I had it past, it was the one even after that
0: once I put it on. So I was like, I can't even wear this. We, uh, so in the, the mythic zero group, we were running for achievements, you know, the third boss in snake temple, the, the air elemental lightning, lightning air elemental thing. Mm -hmm. So our warrior went, can I just put on like as much corruption as I think (laughs) I can get away with? And it was, I think he had like, it was like 300 odd corruption. It was like 78% extra damage taken and 78% healing reduced. He turned around and he got the eye on him instantly and it said, The the circle is so large I can't <laughs> get out of it. And he was just taking like so ridiculous damage. It was funny because oh. his health bar was just going down and up, and then it was just it just took too much damage at one point and he just fell over. It was it was hilarious to us. It was mythic zero. We didn't care right. because we're just achieving and we didn't there was nothing on that boss to do. But it was just yeah. like it was just hilarious. And it's just <sighs> it's annoying because as much as I turn around and go, this would be good for the game. This would be good from the game. I look at it at a a personal perspective.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: As I've said many times before, frazley opens my mind up onto how people look at it from uh, a casual perspective. Is not yeah. the, the easiest way to say it, but a different perspective because mm-hmm. obviously, I can I can pretty much say that we're three levels here. Like uh, I'm further than you sir, You're further than Fraz, and then Fraz is very entry level, doesn't raid, but enjoys the content. Yeah. Essentially. And, but then again, it comes back to a conversation I had the other day. We look at it from a personal perspective, sometimes a player perspective, but we don't look at it as a debt from a dev perspective. Mm -hmm. And a dev perspective is always going to be, how do we keep our players playing? And by doing these time gates as they were, Mm -hmm. they keep the player going on a week to week basis. And, we talk about, it talks about time gating the content and we don't want that because we pay for the game and we want everything that's available in the game to be open to us. Now, obviously we all say that, but we look at the game and we're, we're very much, well, we know we're not going to be everything on day one. You know, there's still a progression factor when it comes to raiding and we're not all going to have our mythic 15s on day one either, you know? Um, So we take it and we're like, but everything else that I can do solo, I want to be able to do solo. You know, everything that should be within my fingertips, I want to have the ability to unlock and get straight away. But going back, I mean, it's about looking at it from what we want to what would be best for the player base as a whole. Because if I turn around and go bottling, bottling corruptions is a good idea instead of just cleansing the item. Mm Mm-hmm. But then if you look at the Mythic Raiders, like the world first Raiders and everything else, who will, week one before Mythics open, they'll farm the hell out of Mythic Plus because they can push that because they're really good at playing the game and everything else. They might get lucky with all the corruption drops and they go, well, I can just bottle this and then put it on the gear that drops. You know, I can abuse this system and then we go back to a point where... I believe it was Mists when reforging was still out and they turned around and went, The main reason we're removing reforging is because we don't want people to leave the raid, work out the stats, reforge the gear and come back in. You right. know, because that's what's gonna turn out if they if they did bottle that. So that's probably why you can't from a dev perspective. I don't know. I'd have to get a dev on here and go, Why doesn't <laughs> why doesn't why why didn't you think about this? And they were like, Well, we didn't think about that, it's a good idea. And it's just like it's stuff like that and it's annoying because you know that some of the devs used to play the game and it astounds me why they don't think about how they would play the game with such a mechanic in
1: Mm -hmm. yeah it's pretty interesting yeah you say that well and i think a lot of it too like i think what we they need to do this is what i think they need to do they need to get back to warcraft like what made warcraft great originally right I'm not doing some stupid MAGA thing. Like, this is just a... Like, <laughs> when, Cla- when Vanilla came out, it was popular, right? Then Burning Crusade came out, and then Wrath of came out. Like, what were those things that made it awesome?
0: Yeah. And- so, I mean, let, let, as I said to Francis, I think it was like episode one or two when we first started talking about Classic. Classic came out at a very different time. I was playing Final Fantasy XI at a time, and... That was punishing and everything else. Like you had to you could only solo level up to level ten, but then you were forced to group level to do anything you wanted to do. You couldn't kill do quest or do anything out in the world without a group past level ten. And if you died, you lost experience. And that's how it was. MMOs were punishing back then to keep mm-hmm. you playing and keep you engaged. Uh Azeroth, uh Azeroth, fucking Warcraft came in at a point and it was just like, it was the same game, but it was Much easier. You could solo everything. That was the big draw to people. Mm -hmm. It was still, I don't want to say punishing. But it was pretty punishing. There were less graveyards in the world. The questing Mm -hmm. points between A and B, the the flight points were long. There was not enough monetary points in the game to make it do things. So you had to really go somewhere and you couldn't afford your mount at level 40 and 60 without having an investment in the game and knowing what you're doing. So you were really still walking and taking flight points, which is a a cash generation. If you want to go from Stormwind all the way up to the Plaguelands to do your endgame leveling, well... See you later. You've got a half hour, 40 minute walking trek to do if you don't want to spend yeah. money on a flight point. Yeah. But you've got to, the game has evolved because it's evolved with its buyer market, which is the people that have been there since the beginning. And the people who still play are there because they've got character investment in their, their main characters that they've played. My main was my priest all the way back from, vanilla all the way up until I ditched it at the end of Legion and moved over to monk and now demon hunter for the expansion, you know, because it's just, it's not fun to play. And that's the problem because classes weren't even that fun to play in vanilla. Hell, I leveled as holy and disciplined as a mixture because I had no (laughs) idea about the game. Right. Again, that's something else. And it's been proven with the classic servers is that because people have played the game and help people who've had private servers have played the classic for 15 years. Because that's what they like, and they know the content, and that's why they went and cleared Blackwing Lair in forty minutes. Right.
1: Yeah. Uh, but- and and the things that I would like them to take from that, I'm not saying turn current WoW into classic. Right. We have classic; it's already there. I'm saying take those things that felt rewarding from classic. So when you were leveling up, you felt like you were progressing your character, right? Well, now at max level in Battle for Azeroth, you get a blue drop that has the right corruption on it. You're replacing raid gear. And that doesn't feel like a nice progression curve. That feels like we're going forward, then backwards, and forward, then backwards. And so I think if we can get to a point where the content itself you know, is a little more difficult at first, but as you gain power, you start to clear it a little easier then that gives you that rewarding feeling of, hey, I'm, I'm moving forward with my character. Life is good, but coming out of the box and, you know, leg drop and everything. But just by looking at it doesn't feel good. Like you don't have that like to go to a, like a learning analogy here. You know, you learn the most from something. You remember something more clearly, the more you have to struggle with it to figure it out. Right. Yeah. So if you're learning something new, like I play guitar, for example, and the songs I remember are the hardest ones, and it's that struggle. And once you finally get to that point of, "Hey, I figured this out," now it's it's cemented in your mind, and that was awesome. So I remember Wrath of Lich King finally for rating, because I never rated before until that point. So I was learning how to rate, and I struggled mightily in that expansion, but now that I've got it kind of figured out it's there's a lot of things that i don't remember very well because we clear it in four hours one one time a week you know
0: i think that's why karazhan sticks out to a lot of people as well because it was Mm -hmm. their first foray into raiding i know it was for me like i stepped into zg when i was like 62 no yeah 62 i went into zg just while i was leveling casually through tbc because i wasn't playing properly until i got to end game but karazhan was my first raiding thing you know and i just raided from there and Karazhan is remembered fondly by a lot of people, even by
2: people who raided Vanilla. Well, and, like, I fondly remember Molten Core, and you could say that that's probably one of the most bland instances by today's standards. Right. There's it's a big room with, with, with with like, a bunch of enemies packed around different things, but I fondly remember it. Because it was hard at the time. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I'm what not saying, like, was, crank the it, difficulty up to 11. I'm just saying, like... Just get that feeling of, oh crap, I'm struggling, struggling. Now I got that piece of gear. Now I'm kicking everything's ass and just kind of get that nice progression curve. I think Tips Out did a a thing for Classic and the difference between current WoW and in Classic WoW. And he, he talked about the progression curve not being... It was like I a think nice...
0: It, the the same thing. And I think it lasted all the way up until Wrath specifically is that if you wanted to... No, TVC changed it. But if you wanted to do raiding in Classic WoW, you had to still go through every tier. You had to go to Molten Core, you had to, or or get carried by people that had it because the gear was, you know, monumental. You're not going to go straight from uh, tier. 0.5 A 0.5 all the way up to tier three and aq you had to actually go through those levels especially if you wanted to raid properly you still had to do it you had to go get your your nature resist gear for aq and everything else mm-hmm. um, various things you couldn't just jump in there but with the way that gear scales these days don't get me wrong as someone who's got alts and did alts and legion i you know i super appreciate the way the gearing structure is now but then in tbc they introduced badges and you could get badges from doing the dungeons and uh, you could get entry level gear that mm-hmm. scaled as further patches came out. But T B C is a different beast because tier four and tier five were available on day one of the expansion opening. You know, it wasn't Karazhan on release, Gruul's lair and Magtheridon's lair all on release, and then Serpent Shrine Cavern and the Eye down the line. It was all five of those instances open at once.
2: Right. Well, in one thing, not gear wise, but one thing that they, that they're bringing from, from classic into Shadowlands that I I like in classic, it feels like every level you get new spells and by condensing us to 50 spells up to Shadowlands and giving us new abilities, it's at least going to feel like you're gaining new abilities Mm -hmm. every level. As long, like, I agree with that and yeah, that will feel cool. But as long as
0: they're just not giving us abilities that we've already had taken away from us well like I, if if the 0 to 50 that they change it to is everything that we have now plus stuff that we're missing and the 50 to 60 is new stuff i don't want to go uh, what what would be a good analogy i don't want to be um regaining stuff from 50 to 60 on classes that i've had pruned away from me on the 1 to
2: 120 okay i can see that yeah uh- and they may have to do well, yeah, no, they're absolutely going
0: to do it that that's how they'll do it because they'll be like, but because they'll they'll the expansion changes where they'll bring all of the all of the rebalancing, it'll allow them to bring Demon Hunters in line with everything else. It'll allow them to rebalance all the numbers because instead of starting at 110, uh, sorry, 100, and then having the 20 levels and having that difference and however everything's going down to level one, so everything's going to be balanced. But it means that they will absolutely prune stuff and they'll absolutely put stuff back in. But that's... Mm-hmm. It's part of the problem of having a game that's gone so long is that the game has got so much stuff in it and gear has changed to a point where it's more than just statistics. And Preach did a good video on on uh I think it was something in the last week of the biggest thing that they want to fix in shadowlands because I'm quite sure we've all run into the problem with a world boss or one of the epic scale battlegrounds where the lag is just ridiculous now oh, yeah because of all the calculations the game is trying to run because of all the new spells all the multiplications the trinkets and now corruptions on top of that as well as essences mm-hmm. and it just adds so much that the servers can't take it now If they want to keep adding stuff on top of that, that's fine. But then they need to fix the server-side stuff. Other than that, they need to prune everything back and put it to a more classic thing where the only numbers were all of your stat sticks with an on-use trinket, maybe, rather than all of these... uh, When you do spells and abilities, you have a chance to proc something. Take away all of these heirloom things that carry you over in an entire expansion. Power items that just have all the billion procs on it and everything else. And, you know, because think about it. Like, the heart of Azeroth alone is four passive procs and one Mm -hmm. on use on its own. Now you've got the cloak, which is uh, a potion proc at rank 12, essentially. You've got normal potions on top of that. Then you've got your trinkets. Then you've got weapons, if you've got a weapon that does something. And then you've got corruptions on top of that. Mm-hmm. Like as as a demon hunter, if I if I had the best weapons, it would be the underrock weapons, because they've got the st- stacking damage dot. But the best one to get is a corruption on top of that, and having a socket and having all of those numbers and everything else. It's it throws too much dice on the table, which is the analogy that Preach used, and it's a really good video uh, mm-hmm. to look at how much because it's um. There was something that came out on social media recently about the scaling of money and the person used rice to do it. I'm not sure if you saw it. Like it was one rice equaled a hundred thousand and they did mm-hmm. it and they scaled and they showed it. It was a really big, went really viral. So preached did the same thing, but showed the calculations with dice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's the same analogy essentially for what you needed. And it was a really good way to do things because a lot of people can see what you mean if you use uh, a physical demonstration, but there's too much. Like, you're talking about going back to a classic way, and the the biggest way to go back to a classic way is to dump world quests, because world quests are idemic Id- with artifact power and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um Scale back all the numbers, but then the problem becomes it's not as fun because you're literally just doing a rotation. And the funniest thing I find is that all of these people that are saying all of this needs to scale get scaled back to fix the lag problem...
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But I want all of this stuff to make me feel powerful and feel good. And I want it to make me feel like it's my choice. You know, my my reasoning is the thing of doing it. And that's why um, they want a lot of on-use trinkets back. Because they're like, well, I've got this power gain coming up and I can time it with this ability. So if I pop this trinket and everything else. Mm-hmm. But again, another problem is, is how slow the game feels. Because the game is slowed the game right down with the way that the um the global cooldown the gcd is right now and it's only fixed by stacking haste which is why haste is so good for everybody because it makes the game feel good mm. whereas going back on a final fantasy 14 as a, as a good analogy they have half of their abilities on a global cooldown and the other half is off the cooldown but you use them to weave in essentially as an ability and i think that would feel good What what's the main class you play Sai? Like, it's it's, it's yeah. So I'm um, a shaman. Shaman. So what if um, you had your rotation between your your, shock, your shocks all off the global cooldown, but they all share like a... Well, not they don't all share a cooldown. They have individual cooldowns, but they're off the GCD. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, you keep your flame, bl- uh, flame burst is the big fireball thing, isn't it? Uh, lava burst, yeah. Lava burst. So keep lava burst and your shocks off the global cooldown, but they each have like their own cooldowns with it, and then you rotate with lightning bolt, chain lightning, specific totems if you want to weave in. Because and I can only speak for, well, the way the way that Final Fantasy fourteen classes work is that they all have like a specific. Uh... Oh my God. Rotation. Monks specifically. And i use monks as a good example because they're like, well, you've got to go from this spec to this spec to this spec. And it's done by following a rotation of three abilities. And each of those does different things. So one will put up a buff that will go around after you do your rotation twice to reapply the buff and everything else. But then you have a lot of big hitting abilities, which are on like 20 second cooldowns, which will go around by the time you've done like two whole rotations. And I think stuff like that would... Yeah, okay, it'll probably make it feel like more like Final Fantasy fourteen, but would it be better for the health of the game by having stuff, a lot of damaging abilities off the global cooldown, that if you use it effectively, the player can feel better by doing it at the right time?
1: Yeah. I mean, that's one way to do it. Um, I know for Elemental, like, I'm loving it because it's there's a lot of pro Oh, excuse me. There's a lot of procs that go on. So... I'm not really doing a rotation necessarily. Um, I'm doing a lot of things to kind of prepare to move. And so, you know, shamans are very turret like DPS class and healing class. So when we move, we're hurting. So we have, um, the lightning ability. I am drawing a huge blank right now that lets you fire off a two chain lightnings or two lightning bolts. And then there's, um, I go with ice fury so I can drop, I think it's like five, uh, frost shocks. So I try to get those dialed in before I have to move, and that's kind of the the mini game that I have to deal with. Um, I think overall, though, I think the biggest problem that Blizzard has right now is back when they went away from the old trees, they tried to make it more like Diablo. Yeah. And is this like Beliar had a great video where he asked, "What is WoW and now the ARPG
0: it, conversation?" Y- yeah, right. Last week, yeah.
1: So is WoW an MMO or are we moving it to an action RPG? And if we're doing that, do it. Like, go full in and move it to an action RPG. But if we're not doing it, then we have to go MMO and we have to try to just get the base MMO piece back. And, yeah.
0: we- and the, 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 the biggest problem, sorry, Fraz, I'll let you get a word in the a minute. Um, <laughs> because it, it's it still lost its RPG feel. Like, mm-hmm. and I think a big problem, and it's very echo chamber when it comes to it, is the whole champion thing, and that needs to that needs to get in the bin because, uh, what is? Here we go. It's a good analogy. It's used from The Incredibles when everybody's super, no one is.
1: No one. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Yep. Well, I mean, I mean, one one game that I think does an interest... It, it, it's fully pay to win. Is it might be a bad example, but Black Desert Online, you at least don't you feel like you're not like the supreme best but you're doing something i mean and and i think i think maybe getting rid of the champion would also foster more of a community that we're not we're not all trying to be like i'm trying to be better than you sire pete that that we're we're all coming together
0: true and uh, again going back to how can we make the game feel more like classic the biggest thing there was is the community stuff because again Mm -hmm forums discord specifically you know they weren't a thing back when the game launched so you really had everybody who was in the game
2: and then there are still forums and they were still cesspool. yeah but
0: they were shite (laughs) well aren't they still they were were literally they were literally terrible Um, they were
1: awful cesspool doesn't even describe it
0: but if you if you what's the best way to put this if you as the game grew more servers were accommodated to take up the server load now that's been changed a lot with warlords onwards and how they capacitate the server load because of how bad warlord's launch was. but because the game has dwindled in numbers by i think I think the last running guess people are at is about two two and a half million right now mm-hmm. concurrence accounts like actual people are paying for accounts and that's that's now split between live and classic you know there's there's obviously Mm -hmm. more people playing the game but there's a lot of people that are in classic that pay for the accounts so yeah Yeah. that number's skewed but that number's dwindled so much and we have still have so many servers and they've tried to fix it by like doing server clusters and the biggest way that is ever going to change like if they want to continue the server cluster idea is to go all rp realms now shared all PvP realms mm-hmm. are now shared. All RP PvP realms are now shared. And all normal realms are all shared. Sure, everybody's going to still have to have their server tag because it's the only way people are going to keep their names and they don't want to lose that bit of identity. But fuck me, it would make the world feel more alive by seeing everybody on those clusters. Yeah, like, yeah I, It's the, it's well, the only and- way that you can make it do it. And, you know, general trade, it would solve a lot of things, I think.
2: You know, well, and and I'd even say I go one step further, give people the option to to go cross region because I I I know lags always mentioned, but just say hey, do just like when when you're playing at Fortnite or Rocket League, you can choose if you want to play with other consoles. Make it where I I choose to to other regions with whatever that's going to cause. I th- I think that would be. That would add more because, look okay, at it. I can't play with you, Pete, because of our regions. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a, a barrier between us, and that does make it feel closed off.
0: Yeah. Uh, WoW is it's really annoying because WoW itself is so outdated right now against anything that counts as, like, as a modern MMO. Like, if anybody went to go and pick up, and I keep going back to the well, Final Fantasy 14. I could choose to play on the Japanese servers if I wanted. I could choose to play on the American servers if I wanted, now, because
2: the the game updates on all servers at the same time. Can you play on the EU servers and play with people, or do you have to change what realm you're on to play with them? We oh, lose them again. Yeah, I, probably. It it'll be in the recording. Uh, so that, that, that's a good thing. Um, can, so on the EU side, can you play? on the US realms on Final Fantasy 14 or yeah. do you have to no okay. i could pick up
0: i could go to i could i could go to the final fantasy website buy a copy of the game and it wouldn't matter because if i choose to set up my character on a US server i could play with the US guys as long as we're all on the same server
2: now okay now like now can can you be on the EU d- data center on final fantasy 14 and play with and play with me no. or do you have to switch no
0: i have to be on the u.s data server okay i have to choose to go to the play on the so i yeah there's a but bit you have of, that I, choice yeah i have the choice like this this whole thing of still being forced to play on eu when i've got a lot of people on us like if it was all merged and we had the ability to um Oh, I'm trying to think of the best way to word this. Um, if I still had the ability and I didn't have to choose, like, I've got my EU characters, sure, but as if I didn't have to go and purchase an American key in order to play on the US servers, like I should be able to just play with the US guys if mm-hmm. my time allows for it, and if, you know, they want to let me play with them. But as it stands now, I've got to put so much money into the game and pay for two versions of the game in order to do that.
2: Yeah. And, right. and where I've even, I'm even thinking is just say like, okay, I, I, in my, in my social options, I will accept that it might be more lag. It might be higher paying, but I'll, I'll I don't, I, I'm not rolling a new character even on the EU. I'm just saying, Hey, let me play with my EU friends.
0: Yeah. It's, it, it's, even if I had the ability to just add people to the Battle net and I could just chat with them, that would be so so game changing on its oh, yeah. own. Mm-hmm. There are times I'm like, I wanted to misrepeat something. Oh crap, I can't. Well, yeah, you just have to send it to me on Discord. Oh, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Does anybody want to add anything else onto the
2: topic before we call it a day? I I think the the biggest thing that I that that I am. See, and, I, and I think the, the three of us are working on it. At this point, Blizzard, they're struggling to add the, the community section. But w- what we can do is bring people together. Like this, this podcast we're bringing people together. My podcast, I'm bringing people together. My streams, Cy with your podcast and streams, you're bringing people together. And and, and, and Pete is too over in the EU. He's bringing all his EU friends together, and they're they're over there. And I, I, I'm keeping all my US friends over here on my stream. But I, I I think we need to be the ones to create that. And
1: yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing is find the thing you you enjoy that you like to do so for me i don't have a lot of time on my hands you know i'm a full i'm a dad i I work full time i'm doing podcast stuff for some reason and um you know i i like to jump in do a couple like the heroic visions are great solo content stuff i enjoy that i'm trying to focus more on the positive things that i do like rather than the things that piss me off because if i did that then i'd be right there I'd have my torture.
0: Bastards, wouldn't we? I would be
2: creating videos with a whiteboard that says everything that's wrong.
0: Look at all Blizzarders. That's right. Gee, I wonder who you could be (laughs) emulating there. Um... But I think also,
1: it's not it's not a bad thing to voice your concern with it because you have the passion for the game, and ultimately, like I'm not trying to say like, hey, just ignore it and it's hunky dory. No, definitely get your opinion out there because. If someone at Blizz watches this and they see what you just talked about as far as the Oceanic and the the NAs and the EU servers playing together, I mean, that's that's a big deal. That's a big deal to us players, because I would love to play with you and have you on one of the streams that I do and have, have us go kill Frasley in a raid somewhere. <laughs>
0: wait, I mean, that wait, wait, would be so we... fun. Oh. I'd, have t- I'd have to take for him and just like drag a mob that cleaves over his head. You know,
2: Life grip him. <laughs> that would be fun in Borderlands Three when you play with Twitch. Twitch can become a mob. I think. I think one time Cap became a a a mob and Spaz and I killed killed Cap. No, no, no it was Teleroy. It was not Cap. Cap 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 gave us a a loot pinata but Teleroy be, we became a raid boss and we killed Teleroy. That would be kind of cool. And wow, well, that whatever raid you're in, if you're streaming it the the boss name just changes to to somebody yeah that'd be
1: great but yeah i mean i I think ultimately games are for fun and we're supposed to enjoy them so i'm hoping that with shadowlands coming through blizzard figures some of this stuff out and like you're saying on the leveling piece they don't just go well here's the things we get killed from you a long time ago Merry Christmas. You know, it's it's done in a good way that feels good. That's what I'm hoping for.
2: Yeah. I, I, I'm with you. And and that I the interviews that I've read, it looks hopeful. I, I I'm always one that I, I, I do take a lot of interviews more at I believe what they're saying in the interviews and they, they, they did say they're learning from classic. And I and, and I feel that it is but I'm I'm hopeful. Like I at BlizzCon, I talked to some different vision players employees. And they did not give me inside information, but at least I could tell they love this game and they're they want what's best for it i mean and that they want it to be to be a game that that we all enjoy Mm -hmm.
0: yeah it'll be interesting to see um but yeah i think we have pretty much run past our time or for today so thank you for everybody who has joined us live uh if you haven't caught us live thank you very much for joining us on the vidcast or the podcast Cy, where can they find you around the internet if they don't know who you are?
1: So I am on Twitter at Scrubsverse, and then you can find my Twitch channel at twitch.tv forward slash Cyrub that's C-Y-R-U-B. And then I'm working on getting a website going, but I'll I'll tweet all that stuff out once it's ready. But keep your eyes. Make sure you're following
0: Sai on Twitter. His account's been above his name. All we'll show. And it'll be in the description as well. Mr frasley as always where can they find you on around
2: the internet you can find me on Twitter doing different tweets throughout the week at frasley you can find my podcast or well, one of my thousands of podcasts at gnomepodcast.com. com that's like my longest running podcast and the one that that is like the longest duration episodes of that's at gnomepodcast.com, if I already I, I have a short memory, so if I already said that. And you can find me every day doing weird antics in different games at gnome.live brilliant stuff as always ladies and gentlemen
0: you can find my main account at titans creed on twitter at gaming phoenix if you just want the stream and video updates otherwise you can find us live doing some streams whether it's the podcast or other various gaming things i do twitch.tv slash project phoenix productions or you can find this in video form over at youtube.com slash project phoenix productions and podcasting all the usual good places on a wednesday thank you very much ladies and gentlemen and until the next time we'll see you later be awesome